What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to Season 2, Episode 2 of the YesCast. As always, I am your host, Logan, and I hope you are having a wonderful day, night, evening, whenever you are listening to this. But today, we have a really cool guest, in my opinion. Um, me and this guy have been friends for probably a year-ish, maybe? Maybe? No, yes? No? Maybe? I don't know. It's been a while, but um, I'm going to let him introduce himself, but go ahead and introduce yourself. All right. Um, introducing myself from the other side of the planet. I'm Rupier. I'm Bruno. I'm uh, a student, YouTuber, and enjoying life. That's who I am. So, we actually... And I'm just going to go ahead and start off with this, because the story of how we met is actually, in my opinion, I always, it's, I think it's pretty funny. Yeah. Because it, it was right around the time that um, Star Wars, I think it was Fallen Order, right around the uh -huh. time Fallen Order came out, I think. And I hadn't, I don't think I had had the game yet, or I was like watching YouTube videos to try and see if I wanted to get the game. I honestly can't remember but I stumbled across, like, I was just started watching a video, and then I, you know how, like, YouTube has, like, the recommended videos and all that, and one of your videos came up, and so I clicked on it, and I watched it all the way through, I think it was, like, part one of your Fallen Order series, and then mm -hmm. I watched part two, and part three, and I, like, finished the whole series, basically, like, back to back to back, whatever part you had out, um, and then I was like, wow, I was like, because I was still, at this point in time, I was still trying to figure out what I wanted to do as far as YouTube content. Um, so I was taking a lot of inspiration from, like, basically any YouTube videos that I watched. And I really liked the editing style you had. Like, the just pretty much everything about the way, like, you carry yourself in your videos, that sort of thing. And I was like, you know, he's not, like... Because you weren't, like, I think you had maybe what a hundred subs at the time ish mm, ish maybe less even yeah so, yeah and like a hundred and views yeah yeah, no, yeah less like 50 views probably i don't i honestly don't remember because it was quite <laughs> a long time ago but i just remember i was like okay i don't know this guy and i don't even know if like we're in the same time zone because obviously i noticed your accent but i remember commenting on your video i don't remember what i said exactly but I said something along the lines of like, um, hey dude, you have great content, keep it up, would love to collab sometime. And then I just, I think I waited like maybe an hour, two hours, and you replied, and I added you on Discord. And then it took maybe like a week before we actually like sat down and recorded for the first time. And then yeah. from then like on, that. yeah. I thought, I honestly think it's pretty funny like how like social media or not i does youtube count as social media would you count uh, youtube yeah. as so because yeah, i don't know of okay because it's, well, it's a whole platform on its own you can interact with people not like directly but yeah kind of kind of live ish yeah yeah 
Because it also does live streaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've always found it really funny how, like, you can go from, like, like, on social media, you can go from, like, commenting on someone's, like, Instagram post or um, commenting on a YouTube video and, like, how quickly it can bring people together and how many people you can meet in such a rapid succession. Because the amount of people and the amount of friendships I've built since I've started streaming and doing YouTube and the podcast is like absolutely ridiculous. I think that the world of social media is like, it's such a good idea for networking and building relationships. Like even outside of like, if you meet someone that doesn't make the same content as you, it's still good to mingle and network and build that relationship because I mean, networking is literally everything in social media. If you don't know how to it network, is. then it's going to be really, really and hard. Not even, not even on social, like social media. Networking is important for everything, for getting a job, for finding the right person to love. Like that's life. You need to connect with other people. And yeah. we're like we're we're animals, so like, and we're social animals, so we we have to do it. And the thing is, like, YouTube is getting like standard. It's getting normal and I think like 10 years ago when YouTube was fairly new it didn't have that many users and was like special and stuff and now it's just oh yeah you you're, you're done with school and then you hop onto YouTube and then you just comment on some videos and yeah stuff like this happens where you just interact with a viewer who is highly appreciated about the content you make and then now we're talking in a podcast <laughs> Yeah. So it's really weird how it goes. It's but also really interesting. Yeah, it's kind of crazy because I mean, there's been a lot of situations. I feel like with any streamer, I've heard so many different stories where um, some streamers, like their best friends, are like they used to be fans of them at one point, and now they're like best friends. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's so crazy how that kind of thing can happen. But I want to talk because obviously i brought you on here to talk mm-hmm. and kind of interview you so take a little bit off of me for a little bit and just talk about you you've dabbled in multiple different um, forms of social media you do youtube you even went through um a streaming phase for a little bit and mm-hmm. you even dabbled in tiktok me and you both have dabbled in tiktok so just tell me a little bit about like what got you into social media what made you want to make youtube videos and get into this world i'm just a little curious because i don't think i don't think we've ever really talked about this Mm -hmm. okay so that is a really good question and it's not that i've never thought about it but it's like it just happened basically for example with the tiktok trend uh it was like the beginning of this year and quarantine was happening and I was getting bored and everyone was using TikTok. I was like, wait, I can do this too. And then you're just starting to make random videos and then you start to notice that one of your videos is getting a hell lot of views and uh, I'm sharing it with my friends and they're like, yo, oh my God, you should be a TikTok star, this and that. And then all of a sudden you have a TikTok video that just blows up and then something inside you just tells you like to keep going like this is something that is fun and 
that's why I just kept making more. Like, obviously, I haven't made new ones since months now, but uh, it's still, if I look back to it, it's very interesting. And with YouTube, I've started my channel like three years ago-ish. And the reason for that was, uh, I don't know, I just felt like doing it. I like, I've seen many, many, many uh, YouTubers who are big now start the same way as I did. So like, it's possible for everyone and it's like free to use. You can express yourself, you can be yourself. And if I could make this my full-time job, then I would 100%. So that's why I like started it and I am still wanting to continue, but my head is like full with stuff right now. Like I've uh, my second year of study. I got a girlfriend recently. Uh, lots of stuff is happening. Yeah, I I was going to I was going to bring that up because I mean, me and you, like we haven't talked on a call. And like I said, we were talking about this a little bit before the podcast, but we haven't talked on a call. I th- we think I think we go like a month. We'll be on a call for a little bit and then yeah. it'll go like another month and then we'll hop in a call. But me and you, we stay in contact pretty frequently. So you've had a lot going on. But um, and I think you said you're still working on some videos like in the background, kind of whenever you have like that spare second of time. I am. I am. I am. I am. It's not um, it's not that I have no time, but for like I've learned so much since the beginning of YouTube, like my quality has improved not like uh from the outside but also like technically the videos are having like they've been improved from the beginning and i'm starting to take it more serious so if i want to make a new video i obviously want to have it at a high quality um and then like i did fortnite mostly but i'm done with that game but most of my viewers and subscribers are from Fortnite videos. So I'm like making a plan, which is taking months to like um, make it easy for Fortnite users to watch other content. Um, So yeah, it's it's not not that I don't have time, but it's like I'm lost basically because there's so much to do that I don't know what to do exactly. Well, I feel like uh, so I feel like with YouTube like my my thought press process behind YouTube is like the people that are subscribed to you the people that watch your videos and like your videos regardless of what content you're making they subscribe to you and they like your videos because they like your personality they don't give a crap about the game you're playing or the qual like the video quality they care about you the personality if you made them laugh if you made them smile if you just brought any small ounce of joy to their day, then they'll take that extra step to subscribe to you or hit the like button, all that, like literally any way of supporting um, you on like any social media, really. And one of my biggest things is like, I hate, and this is why I play multiple games on my channel, but I hate basing my audience around one game because once you get tired of that game it's so hard to transition out of it yeah yeah exactly and i don't like like and that's the same thing with like i feel like any social media platform is if 
you get so used to making one type of content your audience is going to start to like only expect that content from you and only want that content from you so the moment you try and go make a different type of video or make a different type of tiktok or make a different sound of like try a different sound in music it's like all of a sudden you're irrelevant they don't know who you are they don't want to watch your stuff anymore because you're not making the content that they're used to seeing or want from you yeah that's true yeah if, if if they unsubscribe because you upload a different type of video not not exactly a new game but maybe like a different topic then they're not really an interesting viewer like why were they subscribing in the first place so yeah you're you're right but i also think like if you for example if i made the videos about the star wars thing and there's just one crazy fan who loves star wars and then he sees me uploading fortnite why in the world does he want to still be subscribed to me yeah if i only do fortnite from now that's like i i think i will lose some subscribers if i just never go back to fortnite but i have this big base now not like big because i'm like <laughs> under a thousand still but i'm i'm still growing and yeah yeah i mean i think i i have a i have a friend who lives in the uk he's like 70k subscribers and i've learned so much from him and he told me like the first thousand subscribers is the hardest that took forever but once the ball starts rolling you're in yeah then you have a standard amount of views and then your YouTube automatically starts recommending. And that's just how YouTube works. It's you need views to get views, basically. So you yeah. need you need cloud to get cloud, which is really weird. And you also need to be lucky. <laughs> yeah. I like I don't like the like I hate the one thing I despise. I shouldn't use the word hate, but the one thing I despise about social media in general is or like just wanting to get a content creation in general is like there are so many people they grind for years and they never make it like they put yeah. hours upon hours of work and they never make it because yeah. these some of these algorithms it's just like who comes up with this stuff yeah, like yeah, the al yeah. like the algorithm is almost awarding or rewarding toxic toxicity over like actual worth ethic worth uh, work ethic i agree and disagree with that because yes some people work their ass off they quit their job they're, they're doing full-time youtube but they're earning average they have like a hundred thousand subscribers in like 10 years maybe um and that's not fair but if you look at their content like youtube wants to earn money and if you don't get that much views why in the hell would they start recommending you like yeah. there's always a reason for it mr beast gets so many views because he's just uh he, he gets sponsored a lot like because he gets views youtube wants to give him more views because then they can earn more from ad revenue etc etc so he's already set. So if YouTube noticed that they can earn a lot of money from you, then you will grow. That's what yeah. I think. So and it, it, yeah, I think it's unfair, but also maybe they're working hard, but they're not working the right way. That's what yeah. I think. Something 
that I think is really cool that kind of we've been able to form together is you have more experience in the YouTube realm of things and I have more experience in the streaming side of things. So we've been able to like balance each other out and like bounce off each other from both sides because a lot of the times I'll come to you for YouTube help, you'll come to me for streaming help when you were in that streaming phase. And I think, um, what, tell me, cause one thing I noticed, like you went, when you went through your streaming phase is like, you would stream for like, what, three hours, maybe three, four hours mm-hmm. at a, three, four hours at a time. Um, mm-hmm. and I remember there were several times where you would come to me and you'd be like, dude, I, I, I don't get it. Like, I streamed for four hours today, and I maybe hit a peak of, like, five to six viewers. Tell me what Tell yeah. me what that was like for you, because I know it was, a, like, a completely different world for you to step into streaming. Uh, like, it was not that great, because um, you streamed for so long, mm-hmm. and you've, you've talked to no one, basically, for so long. Which is actually heartbreaking because then you're putting in so much effort for nothing. Which yeah. is weird because uh, if you don't, like like I said earlier, if you don't have any viewers, you're not going to get any viewers. So uh, if you stay on zero and then you keep streaming for zero, then you're streaming for no one. But then on the other hand, if you're just gaming for fun and you're just talking to yourself, then it doesn't matter if your stream is on or not. So yeah, yeah, it was annoying. It was devastating sometimes. But um, yeah, I don't really mind. I don't. Yeah, I cared, but I didn't care either. Yeah, I guess I mean that makes sense. I think for me, it's like you said, I streamed for months. Like, I streamed for like a good month. Talk like basically talking to myself like i think every streamer every youtuber every tiktoker has this phase where they're making their content for maybe one to like one to 50 people max maybe Mm -hmm. and then they kind of have like this one video this one stream this one song that takes them up to that next level where they actually have some kind of an audience and they're able to interact. And then after that, once you get like that general audience and you start building people, you start having people come into your chat and wanting to talk with you and you're talking to them, then it's all about the way you carry yourself and the way you interact with your stream. Like I always said that like, and this is why I preferred, and this is just my personal opinion. I know it's different for everybody. But I prefer streaming 10 times over making YouTube videos just because I am the type of person I love, love, love interacting with people. I love yeah. talking. I love meeting people. I love getting to hear their stories, getting to know what they're about, you know, what they do for a living. Like just literally any little detail that goes into like meeting someone or having a conversation with someone. I love that. And that's why I prefer streaming. But once you build like that general audience, it's so easy to like respond to people that are in chat and then 
from that point on, you kind of have them take care of the rest for you because they'll start, if they like your streams enough, they'll start telling their friends about it and then their friends will come in and stop by. And if they, it's just like, it's a spiral up from like, it just hits a point where it's just like an upward spiral at that point. That's why it's I- like, It's like you're having friends basically. Yeah. You it's have, like- You have like, not 10 friends, but you have like a hundred or maybe you have like a thousand friends. Yeah, it's yeah. really different because you get the joy out of that and I get the joy out of, first of all, editing because I love editing my videos. Like I have a good time. If it's a funny video, I'm having a good time editing alone. And then afterwards, if I if I go, I still get comments because some of my videos are still being, doing great. Still get comments that say like, wow, wow, how are you not on 100K subscribers? You're underrated. Uh, I love your content, blah, blah, blah. Like, that that makes it for me like i want to keep going just for that that yeah. makes me smile if, if i can make someone else smile i I'll, i want to do it i want yeah. to i want to sell everything i have just to do that i think that's like that's like with the same motivation for me is because why i may like my max viewership now may be like 15 to 20 people i still have those 15 and 20 people coming in my stream every day that are saying Hey, we love your content. I'm so like, I'm so proud of you. You make my day, this and that. I'm so glad to see how far you've come. And it's like, if I stop, who were who are they gonna watch? Who are they gonna like? Who are they gonna rely on to smile and entertain themselves? Yeah, exactly. So it's almost like once you build that general audience, you kind of feel this obligation to like keep going f just for that little audience you have no matter how small or how big it is and it's honestly well, like, it's honestly like a drug if you think about it <laughs> it is it is because it's addictive because you're, you're getting joy out of it and you're only getting more joy and then you start to notice that you can also earn money from it like why would you do something else why would you do a normal job if you can do that yeah but i think i think you can go up to a certain point because if you get too big then there's no way you can keep up with everyone there's no way and then yeah. then you just start becoming a mainstream streamer yeah who just who just has a huge community who tells up part of other communities and yeah <coughs> one thing that's, that... just, that's that's just so far ahead I don't even yeah. know if I'm gonna get there. I don't even know if you're gonna get there. But we promise each other, if one of us makes it, then we both make yeah, it. Yeah, that was that was like one of the first <laughs> promises that we made to each other. Is because we were both really like and we both still are really small. Um we both we made that promise. We said, you know, you have more experience in this field, I have more experience in this field. Let's balance off each other and if we go up we go up together. And that rule still applies to this day. We're always hitting each other up about new video ideas. You're always helping me with my YouTube game. And eventually yeah. when you, if you get back into streaming, then I'll be there to help you with that. Um, but, oh man. So let's step away from social media. Let's step away from social media for a minute. Cause we do talk outside of the podcast and stuff. We try and stay in contact as much as possible. Um, mm -hmm. But it actually has been quite a bit since we've talked, so I kind of mm -hmm. just want to—I just want to catch up a little bit. Let's go. What's been going on? You got a—you got a little, 
got a little boot thing now. Something like that. <laughs> I do, I do. And, uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how much you want to talk. I don't know how much you want to talk about. So, because we kind of talked about it the other day, um, off stream or like off podcast. Sorry, I'm so used to streaming. We talked a little bit about it, um, off the record, off recording, all that. So, whatever you're comfortable sharing, go for it. No, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. Like, uh, what? Wait, are we on the same page? (laughs) What do you mean? Like, like, what? What's been going on with you? Like, you got a little. You got a girlfriend now? Tell me, like, yeah. what's been happening? Yeah, okay, so, like, I don't know what I've told you since last time, but... I, was I think the dating. I think the last time we talked, you told me that y'all had just went on your first date, I believe. That's, like, the last yes. time we talked about it. And then... There's no way, that, that was a month ago. It was less than a month ago. Maybe, like, three weeks ago, maybe? Dude, I honestly, I honestly remember, like, the last, I think the last thing we ever said about her was you had text me when you went on y'all's first date. Oh, actually, no, 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 no. Um, you were hanging out with her two days ago, maybe? I think? Something yeah, like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I don't remember what I said, but you guys were hanging out a couple of days ago and we didn't really say much because I didn't want to. I saw you were hanging out with her, so I didn't want to bother you too much. But how's uh, how did you guys meet? How's that going? Yeah, so... we met on that swiping application, you know. Oh yeah, that thing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that that horrible thing. <laughs> yeah. Which is actually wrong, but on the other end, it's fine because yeah, if if you if you don't look for unserious stuff, like just to hopping to bed with the other person and you look for a real person then they're also on that platform so i found the right girl i think uh we've been talking since a bit more than a month now like five to six weeks i think Mm -hmm. um and we've been seeing each other for like five times now and i think it's too quick but we don't want to reverse it but we're official yeah oh god my voice yeah That's, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, dude, I I always remember, like when we met. I honestly don't remember how long ago we met. That's why I was kind of like I was guesstimating. Like I honestly, it feels like we've known each other for a year, but I honestly don't know if it has been a year. Um, it's been a while, yeah. Yeah, but I remember one com like one topic of conversation that always came up was like. How we had both had struggles in like finding like genuine relationships, and like oh, yeah. that was just and the dating world is so it's like even crazier now because of COVID and everything. Like, I mean, dating apps are becoming more and more prevalent for the wrong reasons. More and more people are downloading Tinder, Grinder, like all these dating apps for the wrong reasons, just because they can't stand to be alone that sort of thing like exactly yeah but there's date- nothing wrong with those dating apps yeah 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 they're ne- as you said they're very necessary right now because just like me and you we're we're alone and mm-hmm. we cannot party we cannot do stuff anymore so we don't meet new people so yeah we yeah. kind of have to we're not forced to but we kind of have to 
yeah i think here's my here's where i stand on dating apps okay i personally have like i mean everybody's tried them at one point in their life but dating apps for me is one of those things where like you will only get what you're looking for so if you go into tinder grinder match bumble whatever the case may be if you're going into those apps with the mindset of okay i just want to have a one night stand then that's what you're going to get but if you go into these apps looking for a genuine relationship actually wanting to settle down with a girl then that's what you're going to get it's all about what you expect and what you want from it i think and so many people like i've seen so many people on tinder or like dating apps i have friends that use dating apps but i think i've had so many cases where like some people on dating apps are so devious man like they play they play mind games with you and they make you think they're like oh dude i want i want a genuine relationship and then you build that trust with them and then out of nowhere like a brick wall they destroy every little bit of self-esteem you built up with them yeah but and like i've started to like like, i've i've gained some experience from that like Mm -hmm. it is like regarding the dating apps or not like even in real life it's a game it's a game and girls or women they they know how to play the game and if you don't know how to play the game men are men are just pawns like if you don't know the game from the beginning then you've already lost basically because you don't know what you're doing and then you're opening up too much and then uh that's something that they like it's really weird and you can never understand a girl or woman because it's just that's just impossible but Mm -hmm. it's really hard to do the right thing because if you if you show that you like her too much then she backs out but if you don't show that you like her at all then she's not even interested like you have to be on the exact right page and then every girl is different and then yeah it's Dude, horrible dating is like oh man i could talk about just dating for a while because dating is such like it's such a hard thing it is and some people like I know people, I have a 24-year-old brother who's been single since his senior year in high school. And there's things like that that I just can't fathom. It's like, like, oh man, some people look for relationships so hard. Like, they literally can't stand to be alone. And then there's the other type of people, like my brother, who could just, who could just honestly care less. And then somehow like one day they get lucky and waltz into the right person and it's just like there's so many factors after that like yeah. uh, dude uh, i don't i don't get it i'm like it's fucked up it's fucked up it's and yeah you you can't you can't plan anything like things need to happen even and if it doesn't happen then well you gotta move on and it's hard because mm-hmm. the girl i did it before here she was giving so many mixed signals and i didn't know what to do and for me we were going the right way but for her she already uh moved on after like the third time and we saw each other six times so for me it was heartbreaking but for her it wasn't because she already moved on and oh because because here's the thing she knew what she was doing 
No, she, she didn't. No, no, that, that, that's different because she didn't. She didn't know what she was doing at all. She was so lost. She had everything right. Everything was going well in her life except for dating because she didn't know what she wanted. Yeah. And that's that's. And then I'll, in the end, if I if I look back to it, I think uh, I think I saved myself a lot of effort and confusing etc etc because if you have a girl who doesn't know what she wants then you're always on the struggle to find the perfect way like you need to be on the same page every time and that's yeah. why i do with my girl now because like i'm i like i never had a relationship before this is my first time it's her first time because she's she just turned 18 i'm 19 mm-hmm. uh I don't know what to do. No one is telling me to do, but I want to be on the same page to prevent any heartbreaking or uh, uh, other stuff that might happen. So I just ask her, like, yo, for me, it's going well. I like you. Do you like me back? And then yeah. she tells me, like, if she does or she doesn't. And then that's how we still go. And then, uh, yeah. I think uh, you know you know what yeah. I like about this girl which is really special in 2020 Go she texts me first yeah it's so rare that's, it's that's, so rare nowadays yeah it's crazy like I can't yeah. tell you how many I can't tell you how many friends over the course of 2020 that I've lost because they don't text first anymore and they expect me to text them exactly like, there are so many friends in 2020 that I've lost, including, like, I wouldn't say I've lost them, but, like, my best friend throughout high school always expects me to text them first. Always expects me to FaceTime them first. And this doesn't, like, this applies for, like, relationships, friendships in general. Like, some people just naturally expect you to text them first. And it's so yeah. it's it's so rare to get that nowadays. So like, I think it's very very important to find someone who understands that the phone works both ways. Yeah. Like, yeah. either you can be the first person to text them, or they can be the first person to text you. It works both ways. There's no either or. There's no either this person's always gonna text me first, or always I'm gonna text them first. No, and that's one happening. Yeah. That's one of the things that I've always like I've had several friendships and relationships where people come to me and they're like they're confused because they're like I don't understand like why aren't you talking to me? Like I thought you liked me. I thought we were friends. And it's just one of those things where you're just like are you like are you kidding me? How am yeah. I the bad guy when the phone works both ways? Yeah. If you were if you were curious if we weren't good like if we were still friends or not then you could have just as easily texted me. Like, I don't... It's crazy how some people have that mindset of, like, just because you don't text them first that you don't like them or you're not interested in them. And it blows my mind. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's that's just... That's what you're saying. This, this whole world is getting fucked. And that's uh, also because of social media. Because... They see the perfect image, and then they want to be like that, and then they feel how they they feel high class, and then they they think they should be the one who, who should be contacted first instead of the other way around. Yeah, it's it's messed up. It's 
it's fucking. So we gotta accept it. Yeah. I don't. And I think. Yeah. Social media is one of those things where like it's constantly adapting. There's people constantly trying new things. Like, constant. Social media is constantly evolving, and constant. Social media is a game that you kind of have to constantly adjust your. It's like basically an RPG game where like every time like no mission is going to be the same and you have to adjust your skills accordingly to play the game properly so that you don't get messed up so that yeah. you don't fall into the wrong things yeah and i think with everything going on covid like black lives matter the whole brianna taylor thing like social media is under attack even more right now because of everything going on right now with covid and everything else yeah. um and I just kind of want to talk for a second about how have you been managing, if you have been managing to stay positive, like with social media, social media being as toxic as it has been recently, like how have you been staying positive and trying to like keep your head in the right, like where it needs to be? Um, so the first few months I was getting really, uh, not like stressed, but I was like, I felt trapped because I couldn't do anything. But then yeah. I just started to surrender. Like there's nothing else I can do. I just need to hold on. And I know things are going to get better because it's, it's basically a standard virus, which just spreads very rapidly. And once there's like a, uh, um, how'd you say that? The thing you, the of backs uh vaccine vaccine once the vaccine here and my grandparents can take that and all the unprotected people then we can go back because then there's no reason to keep distance if it's just a normal flu and then yeah we just we just have an extra flu and because that is happening my mindset is like okay it will be fine so if it will be fine then i just have to wait and i think i feel a lot better than the first few months because those months were so confusing and then it was new and then no one knew what was going on and now we know so much more so i feel i, I feel i feel fine i'm chilling i'm vibing yeah i think um i was like honestly i was I've been pretty cautious. I've been on the, I don't know. I've always been like, I hate getting sick. It's literally the worst. Like no one, no nobody enjoys being sick. If you no, enjoy being sick, no. then you must have some kind of brain deficiency problem because no one likes being and sick. And you're sick, yeah. <laughs> and then you're sick, literally. Um, <laughs> but um, for me, is like, I've been, I have probably have, I maybe leave my house maybe once or three times a week now because I'm like, uh-uh, ain't, ain't catching nothing. Like, I'll still wear a mask when I go out, but, like, I try and limit going out as much as possible because, and I've told, I think I've told this story before, but um, when Corona first became a thing, like, before it was even named COVID or Corona, whatever you want to call it, I actually got, like, very, very sick, like, deeply sick like yeah. pretty much the whole the whole 900 yards like sore throat headache uh 
like every time I swallowed, it felt like I was swallowing a rock. I like if I tried to go to sleep, I can only I can only sleep for like 20 minutes at a time without waking up because I couldn't catch like I kept losing breath, or I would wake up in like cold sweats or heat sweats, and it was terrible. And I honestly yeah. like I thought I thought I was dying, like I literally thought I was dying. I was like, dude, this is terrible. And I like I went to the doctor and they didn't know like they didn't know what it was, but they were just like, oh, it's a minor tori res. It's a, like it's a major respiratory infection. You'll be fine. Just take some of this medicine. You'll be all good in no time. And it wasn't getting better. Like it just wasn't. And then even after like all of the other symptoms had left, I still had that feeling of like sw- like I was swallowing a rock every time I swallowed. For probably two to three weeks after everything like it had ran its course and like been through and like after like covid was announced and it became a thing and we started seeing the symptoms i was like holy crap like i'm pretty sure i had it before it was even like a thing like before it even got its name yeah and it it blows my mind to like know that i've felt what people that have had it or have it are feeling and i feel so bad for them because it sucks dude it is it it is literally the worst and i've also told this story um i think that i think i've told this story i know i've told it on stream but i haven't had a chance to tell it on a podcast yet and it's why the podcast got delayed so many different times is because i was never like fully happy with like the planning and everything but another reason why the podcast got delayed because the original launch was supposed to be back in August. January, February, March, April, May, June. Yeah, it was supposed to be back in August, right? Mm-hmm. And then re- literally the day that I was getting ready to record my first podcast for it to go out and be released. And se- season two was like su- su- officially supposed to come out. My mom got it. Oh, wow. So I immediately like dropped everything I was doing, shut myself in my room. And I didn't go anywhere. Like everybody in my house just kind of scattered into their own rooms, shut their doors, and we were just like, "Yep, all right, time to stay put like this for two weeks." And I literally, I like, other than to like pick up my go like go get food or something, I I stayed inside my room for two weeks, dude. And it sucks, and I feel so bad for my poor mother that had to endure that for three weeks because it yeah. sucks. It is not a good feeling. And it's it just like, there's so many people out there that like, when the, when this first whole first thing was starting, they like, they did not care at all. They thought it was a joke. And then they went out and they were partying without masks. And some people were even throwing, like some college students were even throwing what's called Corona parties, where the whole point of the party was to get as many people there at the party as possible and spread Corona, not like get rid of it but spread it to other people like that was the whole point of the party jesus and i'm like i don't know if that's been a thing where you're from but where i'm from that's something that actually happened and is probably still happening now where college students are literally throwing parties to spread corona like that's their whole that's the sole purpose is to spread corona and i'm just like Literally, how could you want someone to experience that? P- 
people are literally dying from it yeah and you're trying yeah. and you're trying to spread it it just doesn't make any sense to me yeah it's awful it's awful i think like there's too many people on this earth to make everyone believe how serious it is so yeah. like this stuff happens and i i think it's awful it's disgusting but uh same with the other things you gotta accept and move on like that happened ignore it don't give it too much attention because that's all they want yeah and then just yeah continue because i mean especially for media right now um i think that like corona has been such a like social media and media outlets are thriving off like covid and like all these like controversial topics that are coming up right now because that's how they're making their money like they they are they are thriving off this disease that is killing people and they're turning it into a profit and it's it it blows my mind like for news outlets i get it but if you're gonna raise awareness to something make sure your facts are like to the t like you can't leave anything out yeah and so many news outlets and just outlets in general this does i mean this goes for news channels news youtube channels like outside like any social media that are like news related are they are either getting it 100% right or 100% wrong because they want people to fear for their life they want the drama they want the attention and it i don't know social media is such a crazy thing that i think social media and life in general like everything 2020 as a whole has been such a good learning experience for everybody like i feel like in like in 2020 as a whole more people have learned more about themselves in 2020 than they've learned their whole lifetime mm-hmm. they've Very learned true. they've learned that they have new creative like ideas that they can put out there they have more creative talents to put to use they realize how good their mental health is or how terrible it actually is like it can fall on both sides of the spectrum and i think that for me personally i've learned like 2020 as a whole has taught me how creative i can be like being stuck inside i've had a chance to tap in to my creativity and just really like get inside my head and find out what i'm capable of i've like during those two weeks um when i was locked inside my room because of my mom having and me being around her um i like i noticed and came up with so many different creative ideas and creative projects that i'm working on that i don't want to talk about yet because they're still coming to fruition like they're not a actual like i like it's not a physical thing yet it's not a video idea or anything yet it's just things i'm working on that are being in progress don't know why i complicated that but um (laughs) it takes time 
yeah it definitely does take so. time but it's like i'm learning so many things about myself that i didn't know about myself after living on this earth of 18 years it's it's blowing it's literally blowing my mind like i've learned not only how creative i can be but i've also like in some ways learned how anxious i can be learned how sad i can be how lonely i can be how angry i can get like i've learned so many different sides of myself on different levels in 2020 than i have in 18 years and yeah. it it's it's so crazy that it's gone this far for people like not just mm-hmm. me but you and like everybody so like if anything what are some things you've learned about yourself during like all this is there anything that you can like picture or like what what if basically what have you taken away from 2020 that you've learned about yourself or the way your mental health anything like that um like as i said earlier i think before i was like stressing out too much i was maybe a bit lost i was just doing random stuff and now i'm just more knowing about what i'm doing i'm not randomly doing stuff i'm more i i I started to care less about some stuff and care more about more important stuff like i focus on the right things now instead of focusing on everything at the same time which i think is really important and uh i've had a lot of upside downs this year i've i've moved i've dated a lot of people i've been to many places i've uh went to my second year study i went i had some things with job but this year was really complicated but also gave me the time to just take a step back and just um tell myself like wow okay this is life this is me but if I do this, then my life is going great. If I do this, then my life's going to be shit. And that's, yeah, that's why I learned about it. Yeah. I think um, that 2020 has been one of those years where a lot of people are coming to terms, oh, excuse me, are coming to terms with their true self. Yeah. They're really yeah. starting to see what kind of person they are. And they either. You either hate it or you love it. You either hate the person you are or you love the person you are. Exactly. And I feel really, really bad for the people who are starting to see the tr- their true selves and they're not happy with it. Mm-hmm. Because that's such a dark place to be in. Like, I've been there. I'm sure everybody's been there. Where they've come to that realization of, I'm... I'm just I'm not the same person that I yeah. that I used to be or I'm not the kind of person that I want to be. And that's kind of like one of the realizations that I had like over 2020 is like I was not happy where I was not happy with where I was in life, I guess you could say. Yeah. Like I, I, I was and you know about this i was in an internship for a while and i was really happy at first and then 
I started to like get in my own head about that, ended up quitting that, dropped all that. And I went through like a solid month where I was just like, dude, I don't know. I, I literally, I, I literally don't know what I'm going to do. And then my mom got COVID and those two weeks, I like just seriously, like I did some deep and I'm never one to like, I don't know how you would say like, get deep into like, not like, I don't know how to word it, but like dive deep into like spirit, like spirit, not like, not like God, but like who I am spiritually, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. Like to just dive deep and to think about who I am, like what kind of person do I want to be? If I wouldn't like, if I'm were to die today, what would I be remembered for? That's just something I've never really thought about. And I wish I would have thought about a lot sooner because that would have saved me so much um, stress and anxiety. But in those two weeks, I really thought about like, I really got into that. And I did a lot of like listening to um, mental health, like self-help podcasts. And I just, I learned so much about like where I wanted to be, where I wanted to go and where I want to go. And, um, I have a lot of things that I'm working on right now that I can't talk about because, or it's not that I can't talk about them. It's that I don't want to, because like I said earlier, they're still like in progress. They haven't exactly like come into fruition yet. Um, I've got a lot of really cool guests planned out. Um, I'm just going to throw a little teaser out there. I don't know when me and the guests are still working it out, but when I can get this person on, I have a relatively um, up there in fame TikTok person coming on the podcast that I'm really excited about. Um, He or she is amazing. I'm not even going to throw like a gender on the guest yet. Because I don't, I know there's some people, like, there's only two people in my circle, like, that I talked to that I've told, um, and they're, I, they were warned to keep very hush-hush about it. Um, I haven't even told Mr. Mr. Brupier Bruno here, um, but I'm really excited for the future of, like, where I am headed and everything that's going to be happening very soon. Um, I've got one bit, really big thing that I'm working on that's going to be coming out in the next couple of weeks maybe three four weeks we shall see what happens but enough about me rambling on what are you what are you working on what do you what do you got going on in that little brain of yours what can we expect from you in the future um a thousand subscribers this year oh yeah that's that's a goal you had in mind i forgot about that yeah but um i'll be fine but i don't know um I have uh, exams upcoming, so mm-hmm. I'm focusing on that. And then yeah. I'm dating this girl, who is my girlfriend now, Dude. which is also in my head a lot. So yeah, I'm busy, but I'll be yeah. fine. I'll be, I'll be back much stronger in like a few months. Dude, it's 100%. all, it's all about getting the swing of things. Once you get the swing of things, then, and you're able to get back in that groove, then you'll be on fire like no other. You'll hit a thousand subs in no time. 
So, um, exactly. I don't know how. I don't think we've ever talked about this per favor. Um, so November is right around the corner. New consoles are right around the corner. How? Mm-hmm. I know you're mostly PC gaming, but how how do you feel about like the two new consoles coming out, PS5 and the new Xboxes? How are you? I think it's I think it's great. I think it was about time, but I think my expectations were a bit too high for the upcoming consoles because I like PC gaming is still so much more advanced than console gaming. But like on the other hand, console gaming is really cheap. Uh, a new console, PS5, is like 500 euros. Wait, yeah. Where my PC is like five times as as expensive. But yeah. still, my performance is way better. Like it, it can't even go further than 120 hertz. Yeah. Where competitive games like Fortnite or CS:GO or Valorant are getting more popular and more people are going to play that, but they're not going to work on the competitive side, but only on graphics side which i don't really yeah get. but i think i think it's exciting also like there's new iphones coming up next month mm-hmm. i'm excited about that there's so much so much stuff upcoming in this this period of year and yeah we have to see we have to see the benchmarks we have to see the how it works in the new community yeah um but yeah definitely excited about it even though i'm a pc gamer i think i think um one thing i've started to notice over the years is like with every new console they like consoles are slowly excuse me slowly catching up to like pc performance like i think really slow yeah it's like really slow but every step they take is a huge like a huge step in the right direction for some consoles like i think in my opinion and this is just my opinion this is like such a controversial thing to talk about but in my opinion out of both of the new consoles ps5 is where you want to go yeah, sony yeah. sony knows what they're doing don't go xbox it's like sony knew exactly how to balance graphic settings as well as like having a self-interactive controller which is going to be crazy like the things that the PS5 controller can do are like, you're going to think about it and just be like, bro, what? How? Like, apart from like the regular motion sensor on a PlayStation 4 controller, the PS5 is going to have adapt, like the PS5 controller is going to have adaptive triggers that is supposed to simulate real in-game struggle. So if your character, if there's ever a cutscene where like, or like a quick time event in a video game where your character's like struggling to like lift up this piece of debris like in the new Spider-Man game for say. Yeah. Then you're actually gonna notice some like you're actually gonna notice some fight back and like some pushback and your controller triggers. Like it's gonna be harder to like interact with them and move your camera around and stuff. Like console gaming is headed in such an interesting direction. And I'm honestly um, really, really excited to get my hands on a PS5 and play all the new games coming out for that. Um, I'm really excited for Spider-Man Miles Morales, the new Spider-Man game. Um, 
I'm really there's excited. A lot, of, a lot of cool stuff upcoming, man. Oh, dude, there's Almost a lot of good years. games. Um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which I'm, oh, I'm so excited for. Um, yeah. I'm really excited for Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077. The same, the same as Origins, but anyway. I heard, <laughs> really? I heard it was. I heard they were moving more the direction of like how um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey felt. Like more of that oh, kind okay. of combat style, like that kind but of still, combat style. Odyssey and Origins were the same. So Origins they... was Origins was not good. No bueno. I hated Origins. I couldn't even finish like the first little bit of the game. I I think Od- I-, I think Origins is more fun than Odyssey. See, I'm. I don't know. I, I guess it, I guess it I guess <laughs> it depends. Style, style. Yeah, I guess it depends on like type of person but i very much preferred odyssey so i'm really excited to see where valhalla uh, takes us we need we need like not just you and me but the whole world needs a new big hype game like mm-hmm. we had pokemon go which was really hype. we yeah. had gta 5 which was a big hype. we had fortnite which was a big hype. but we need something new something big again like GTA have you, six like have you heard we need to that literally what rockstar is doing instead of making gta 6 instead of dropping gta 6 for next gen consoles yeah, they're yeah. literally taking gta 5 and moving it over again yeah yeah and i'm like because they're making are, they're making spending, so much money but like do you know how many they're, people how many fans have been fighting for gta 6 yeah, but they're still. They're, you know, do you know how much money they make daily with online GTA? That's like millions. They earn millions. That's I, why they keep going. Yeah, I, I honestly, I stopped playing GTA Five online and GTA Five in general, like probably like two years ago. I yeah, it's it got really yeah. old for me really fast. Until recently, we gotta be patient. yeah. Until recently, probably about three months ago i would say i started getting into gta rp on pc um so i mean i've kind of started playing gta 5 again but not in like the same way of like online and story mode all that stuff but i have been playing gta 5 again somewhat um but i'm really excited for like future consoles and stuff um a lot of great games coming out man we've covered just about every freaking side of life today jesus well yeah i feel like i'm out of breath yeah (laughs) i I can't can't breathe so (laughs) without further ado we're gonna go ahead and wrap things up is there anything you want to say as you're headed out my head is emptied your head is emptied well ladies and gentlemen that is gonna go ahead and wrap up season two episode two with my good friend repair um, you guys can follow him on his YouTube channel. Um, I'll link everything will be in the podcast description um, of his. So you guys can go check him out if you want top notch quality content. Highly recommend going to check him out because he is the guy to go to. Um, well, thank you guys so much for listening. You guys are awesome. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Goodbye.